Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, traders of Killstokes here and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. It is one of my favorite times of the year. The birds are chirping, the flowers are bloomed, the sun is out, so the guns are out. Or maybe you're working on a dad bod and the, the guns are covered up some. But anytime, anyway, it's summertime, guys. One of my favorite times of the year. It is the time for relaxation. It is a time for vacation. And it is a time where the markets get slightly different as far as trading them goes. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode is summertime trading bad or is it just different? I'll let you know in about five seconds. Four, three, two, let's go. Summer, summer, summertime. Ooh, summertime. Right? <laughs> you guys familiar with that song, right? Will Smith, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? I'm a Philly native, so uh, that song was, that, that was basically my song growing up. We always used to joke, you knew it was officially summer the first time the radio would play that song. And it's, it's forever a, a cookout, a barbecue, just a, a summertime picnic anthem. And that's the topic of today's podcast, Summertime. Just finished up with some dishes, right? Trying to do my, my fatherly duty and, and uh, help out around the house. My wife, uh, for you guys that haven't been following, uh, she's pregnant with uh, child number two on the way. We're due in August. Uh, it's May right now, so she's at that point where she's, uh, I don't want to say large and in charge, but she's, she needs to take a little bit more, uh, more breaks than what she's used to. So I'm trying to do my part and make life easier. And I just came back to the computer. Getting ready to getting ready to write kind of a self reflection for today. I just started using Medium again, which is a, a I don't know how known it is, but it's a written platform, and I'm trying to get back into the habit of journaling my thoughts after today. We'll see how how long that lasts, but it's more from a a personal perspective than a, something that I'm promoting or anything like that. But if, of course, if you're going to follow me on another yet another platform, you can follow me over there, and. I saw the, the question up on our, our tier one um, chat browser asking about summer. And uh, Richard, he asked, he said, Akil, I just closed it down so I, I can't quote it word for word, but he said, Akil, just curious about how summertime trading affects your equity curve. And that's a very good question. There's a, a, a well-known statement, a well-known, uh, I, I guess, saying in trading, uh, sell in May and go away. And what that means is essentially that uh, your your institutional traders, your big banks, your quote unquote professional traders, the big boys, right? The ones that are really doing the Wall Street thing, not us trading from home. Um, basically, summertime is when they start to enjoy the benefits of all of their hard work, right? Hopefully they had a good first half of the year. They've made some money and summer is where they take those expensive Hamptons vacations and, and get away and just... Uh, really de-stress. I was thinking about it this morning and, and 
ah, man, I, I, I chose... I chose probably the most stressful route through life. Um, I know that I've looked at at articles over the years. I think air traffic controllers are the most stressful job in the world, right? I couldn't imagine having uh, the responsibility of of people's lives like that in my hands. Um, I'm sure president isn't easy as well, right? Look at pictures of uh, Barack Obama when he came in and when he came out. He's a completely different person. Looks like someone threw a bag of flour on his head. Um, but I'm looking at me and I'm a professional trader, um, which is stressful uh, and really any job where you're, you're I guess lots of jo- any a commission based job, essentially, where your livelihood is, is based on your performance, any performance based job. Right. If I don't perform in the markets, I, you know, we don't eat and the mortgage doesn't get paid. If I don't perform as, you know, even a trading coach. Right. To a certain degree. Right. We don't eat. We don't we don't uh, we don't pay the mortgage. And aside from that, I'm also a track and field coach. Coaching is, is stressful as well. But um, I can certainly see why traders at these these bigger institutions who are, you know, 10, 20, 30, 100 times the amount of stress that I'm under, right? Uh, they're doing with that, dealing with other people's money, right? When I managed money, this is one of the reasons I never want to go back into managing money, right? I was a mess every single day. It was like the end of the world. It was, it was, you know, I'm, I'm cool with losing my own money. I know that sounds bad, but I'm okay with losing my own money because I know I can make it back. When I was dealing with, you know, <laughs> almost a, a half a million worth of dollars, um, man, it was stressful because it, was, it wasn't mine. And I didn't want to have the responsibility of blowing it for someone else. But uh, the point of that is anyway, I, I can see why people need time away. And... A lot of the time when we talk about summer trading, right? Summer, summer, summertime. Ooh, summertime. A lot of the time when we talk about summer trading, we assume that summer trading is bad. And I used to say the same thing. I used to say the summer is bad. All you do is bleed money over the summer. And now that I have kind of more experience in the market, I've been through my fair shares of summers now, just my my fair share of economic conditions. Um, It's not necessarily true. Summer is different. I would say that summer is slower, but it's not necessarily bad. I, I've had my bad summers. Uh, I remember, man, back in 2000, I don't even remember the year right now, maybe 2014, 2015, I, I took like a, it was like a, a 60 day uh, drawdown, 90 day drawdown where I just, I wasn't necessarily losing money, but I was, I couldn't make new equity highs to save my life. I was just kind of treading water. Um, on the other hand, last summer was fantastic, right? Last summer, you know, I think I went from like April to like September on a, on a hot streak, right? A new equity highs every single month. Um, so it's not necessarily bad. It's different. It's slower. And one of the reasons that maybe slower can equal bad for many traders is because of patience or lack thereof. You see, one of the hardest parts of the market, right? It, it, it's, I don't really think it's, it's not as difficult to make money in the market as it is to hold on to money in the market. And let me know if you guys agree with that, right? We, we've all had winning trades. We've all had winning streaks. And while we're going through that struggling phase as a trader, I think the bigger thing is we give it back too quickly, right? We have these two great trades and we put ourselves in the profit and then we blow it all in the next trade. Right. And something that goes hand in hand with that 
is patience. And a lot of us don't have the patience to consistently take good trades because believe it or not, guys, good trades don't come too often. We were talking in the live trading room the other day about um, back testing pattern formations and, and, and a guy asked how, how frequent is the, the Gartley pattern, for example. And obviously it depends a lot on your RAS, your eyes, your ability to identify your time frame. But just to give you guys an example, if you're trading advanced pattern formations or any single advanced pattern formation, let's say on an hourly chart, if you can get 20 setups a year, like per pair, then that's a very active year. And, you know, I, for you guys that have been doing this for a while, I know it seems like a lot, but think about what, what 20, if you're trading one pair, a single pair, and you're trading a single strategy and you get 20 opportunities a year, right? That's less than two a month. So you're, you, you calculate all the hours you spend in front of your chart, doing analysis, actively trading, all this stuff for two potential trades a month. What do you do the rest of that time? Well, your mind starts to wonder, right? You get bored. You're like, yeah, I noticed Gartley's setting up. It's only on the, the second leg. I need the fifth leg to complete or the fourth leg to complete. Um, ooh, look at that. That's that's one of those, uh, isn't that one of those head and shoulders that Akil mentioned? Yeah, I think it is. And the first time you look at it, you're like, ah, no, I'm not supposed to trade it, but it looks pretty cool. I'll, I'll just track it. And then as the, the hours go on, the days go on, you don't get that trading opportunity. You start getting bored, right? You're like, well, I'm not a real trader. If I'm not trading, you're like, ah, you know what? I haven't tested it. I'm not really sure of the rules. Let me do a quick Google search real quick. Head and shoulders, top. Oh, uh, yeah, that looks about right. Let's take the trade, right? Because we need that action. We need to, we need to feel like we're invo involved in the market, right? Um, we've heard so many trading and gambling references, but it really is the equivalent of you going to the casino, sitting at the table, but not playing the game. And what's funny is me and my gambling partner, that's exactly what we do. We, we are craps players and, and becoming a, a stock trader or a stock and forex trader has made me a much better crap, craps trader because craps is all about odds, right? It's all about ratios and numbers, right? So it's, it's, it, they hate us because we literally sit there. We'll sit there and let roll after roll go and we'll just, we'll just buy our time. We have a very consistent plan, right? And we don't do anything out of the norm. So we'll sit there, roll, roll, roll. You guys want to place a bet? Nope, I'm good. Roll, 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 right? And then finally, when the time is right, we place that bet. Very, very, very patient. Um, but for, for those who don't approach it, right, you go to a craps table, a roulette table, uh, any blackjack table, it's all about the action. Be involved, be involved, be involved. And that's all good for entertainment when you're, you're blowing money in, you know, in, in, in exchange for having a good time or getting that gambler's high. But if you're treating your trading like a business and your goal is to make profit, your goal is to make consistent profit, you can't take those type of chances, Right. You have to stick to your plan. So I think one of the reasons that the summertime becomes more difficult for many traders isn't necessarily because the trading is bad. Right. The market again, the markets do get slower and we can't ignore that. Right. The the moves aren't the same, um, whether they're slower intraday moves or or higher liquidity, more volatile moves when news comes out because there's less liquidity in the market. Right. That does exist. Right. So there 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 is the chance of that. But in general, I, I think that the reason summer gets a bad rap is because most traders are just too impatient to wait for the right setup. 
And when before they would get maybe five or six setups a week, now they're getting two or three. And they need to fill that void with something. And, and unfortunately, filling that void often comes by taking a bad trade. So think about that as we go into the summer. It's May, so we're, we're about to get, that, get to that time. And again, we never know what's going to happen this summer. I don't know what type of economic events we have going on. So we, we may see a very active summer. That's how last summer was. Um, but if we do slow down, right, I challenge you to, to be patient. I challenge you to put a, a bigger focus on following your trading plan. I challenge you not to take any trades or at least limit the amount of bad trades that you take. And if you feel that you're not a trader, you need to be doing something trading related, right? I'm sure there are tons of other things you could be doing. You could be listening to past episodes of the Trading Coach Podcast and leaving comments and ratings and reviews. <laughs> you could be watching the over, what, 500 plus videos I have on YouTube. If you're a tier one member, you could be going through the seven, at the time of recording, the seven training courses that we have available for you guys. You can be back testing. If you're not a tier one member, you could sign up for a 14 day trial, spend some time in the live room, spend time going through the emergence free training course. Right? There's always something you could be doing to work on your trading, even if it's not actually trading. So take that time and, and, and trust me, um, <laughs> maybe it's just me, but I, I, time is becoming more and more crucial the older I get. The more I do with the business, the more I do with my trading, the more uh, my kid grows up, uh, time is less and less and less. So I, I've become very focused on how I spend each and every minute of my day. And I, I wish I could add, I wish I could add more minutes and add more hours, but I can't. But replace that time teasing yourself about trades that you can't be in. Replace it with something more beneficial. Replace it with another type of investment that if you focus June, July, August, three months on, it'll pay off in September. Summer often gets a bad rap when it, it really shouldn't. It's not necessarily bad, it's just different. And, well, as a trader, we need to become accustomed with adjusting ourselves to different market conditions, whether that's season by season or whether it's year by year. And I think of it as a good training of preparing yourself to adapt to the market, because if you want to be an independent, consistently profitable trader over time, well, you better get used to it. Hey gang, before I let you go, just want to say a big thank you for all the support that you guys have been giving the podcast. I've seen so many tweets, so many shares, so many awesome comments, and we're growing the show bigger and better week by week. Again, this is it's it's amazing. I I, I this started off as something where I was just going to come on the microphone and talk, and it really is turning into sort of a, a revolution. I feel like we're part of something special and that this is just the very beginning. So for you guys that have been with me since episode one, uh, you've been in the fight since the start. For you guys that are new, feel free to hop on. Feel free to bring a friend. We are going to change the outlook on trading, and it's going to be cool to look back at it and know exactly where that fight started from. So keep up the support. I'll keep coming on here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and preaching the message.